Do you have a difficult person uh, in your life, a sandpaper person that's difficult to deal with? Tune in to today's broadcast and we're going to show you how hearing God in the workplace will allow Jesus to invade their life and change them. Welcome to Wisdom for Living with Greg Moore. Join with Greg as he shares truth from the Word of God that will help you grow in wisdom and successfully navigate a balanced life with family, marriage, finances, and relationships. And now, here's Greg. Welcome to another broadcast of Wisdom for Living. And my heart is just to help you walk in wisdom in your relationships and walk in wisdom and in uh, your relationship with God and with others. And... Uh, you know, make good decisions in life, draw on the mind of Christ, make good decisions. And so we're helping you do that in this series called Hearing God Clearly. And we've been talking about a lot of great things that help that have helped me learn to hear from God. That's been a passion of mine for years is to hear God accurately and hear God clearly. And so many people come to me, uh, my wife and I pastored for 27 years and we've been in ministry for over 40 years. And we've had so many people come to us and say, you know, God told me this or God told me that. And I'm just thinking, just scratching my head. You know, I know God and <laughs> that's not God. And so that's been my passion and, and it is for sharing with you that uh, you can learn in this series how you can learn, you can learn, to hear God, God's voice clearly. And we began to talk in the last session about practical, some practical ways that will help you grow in, in your ability to hear God's voice clearly. So we're going to get right into that as soon as I tell you another funny. And this is called Two Rednecks Who Are Hunting. So two rednecks are out hunting and they're walking, uh, walking out uh, along uh, the path where they were, they were heading out to hunt some deer and they came, they came upon a huge hole in the ground. And they approached it and they're amazed by the size of it. The first hunter says, wow, that's some hole. I can't even see the bottom. I wonder how deep it is. The second hunter says, I don't know. Let's throw something down and listen and see how long it takes to hit the bottom. The first hunter says, well, there's, old, there's this old transmission here. Give me a hand and we'll, throw, a, we'll throw, a, throw her down into the hole and we'll see. So they pick it up, carry it over, and count one, two, three, and throw it into the hole. They're standing there listening and looking over the edge to see if they can hear when it hits the bottom. And they hear a rustling in the brush behind them. And as they turn around, they see a goat come crashing through the brush run up to the hole with no hesitation and jump in head first. While they're standing there looking at each other, looking down into the hole, trying to figure out what that was all about, an old farmer walks up. Say there, said the farmer, you, fe you fellers didn't happen to see my goat around here anywhere, did you? First hunter said, well, it's funny you should ask, but we, we were just standing here a minute ago and a goat came running out of the bushes about 100 miles an hour and jumped head first into this hole. And the old farmer said, that's impossible. I had him chained to a transmission. <laughs> yeah, we, we threw that transmission to your goat down that hole. That's awesome. So Psalm 85 
And verse 6 says, Will you not revive us again, that your people may rejoice in you? Show us your mercy, Lord, and grant us your salvation. I will hear what God the Lord will speak, for He will speak peace to His people and to His saints. But let them not turn back to folly. So you, you and I can hear God. I'm going to hear, I'm going to hear God. Part of the, this third great awakening that Andrew Womack's been talking about is we, man, we, we can, we, we're going to, we're going to, this, there's going to be a revival of, of, of believers hearing God, believers just like, just like you, hearing God every day, hearing God's voice accurately, hearing God's voice clearly. John chapter 10, verse 27, it says that my sheep, Know my voice. If you're born again, you're his sheep, and you can hear his voice. And in verse 4 of John chapter 10, says that my sheep recognize my voice and they follow me. So you can you can hear God's voice, you can distinguish his voice from every other voice. Uh, 1 Corinthians 14:10, though, talks about there are many voices in the world. And the problem is, 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 is we're too many times we're distracted from God's voice by all these other loud voices. And we shared with you earlier that in 1 Kings 19 um, that Elijah, you know, was used to spectacular supernatural things and he was expecting God to speak to him that way, but God wasn't in, in the earthquake. God wasn't in the wind and he wasn't in the fire. <laughs> Earth, wind, and fire. <laughs> he, was, he, he was in a still small voice. So... We need to learn how to grow in hearing God's voice. And one of the best ways that I know to do that is there are some practical areas in our lives that I just call laboratories for hearing. It's just, you know, you just, this is where you test it out. This is where you practice. And so the first one we shared in the last broadcast was, was uh, just inside your relationships. You know, start with, if you're married, start... Start there with your spouse. Um, instead of despising your spouse and, you know, saying, Lord, I can't understand her or him. You know, it, listen, uh, in the natural, you're not going to be able to understand your spouse. But First Peter 3 said that we're to dwell with one another according to knowledge. In other words, we can, we can understand uh, one another. We can understand how to meet our mate's needs if we will depend on the Holy Spirit. If we will listen, instead of agree with what the world has said, I can't understand women, I can't understand men, all of this garbage. Well, in the natural, you can't. But I, when I got married over 40 years ago, I made the decision I'm going to attend, enroll, and attend uh, eternally uh, Janice University. Janice is my wife, and and there there are times when, you know, I don't I don't know what she wants. I don't know what she needs. Sometimes I, I I'll tell her, you know, I'll ask her what's wrong, and she'll say nothing. And you know, every time you hear nothing, you know it's something. So, but God show me. She's your daughter. How how can I how can I minister to her? And so in in our relationships, if we'll listen to the Holy Spirit. It's a great way to practice hearing God. That's how I learned to be a good husband. That's how I learned to be a good parent. That's how I learned to have uh, healthy relationships. 
with my friends is I, I just learned that, you know, Lord, I don't know how to do this, uh, but, I, but you do, so you show me. And then I'm going to listen. And when I listen, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to follow and obey. The second area that will really help, uh, help you practice growing in your ability to hear God's voice is at work or in school or in areas of volunteer service to others, maybe at church. Uh, and, and those are relationships as well, but they're more work-related or service-related. Uh, and, and this is where you and I have the opportunity to put the principles of the Word to work and not serve uh, one another with eye service as men-pleasers, um, but going the extra mile and doing more than what's asked of us um, according to uh, Ephesians 6, 5, and 6. We... We have, we have the ability and the grace when God gives us command to not serve only when, when our bosses are looking or not serve excellently or well only when our bosses are looking, but we're, we're, we're serving as unto the Lord. And when, when I'm working, when I, when I, uh, whenever I've received a job or uh, taken a job or taken a position, uh, I said, Lord, I don't know how to do this perfectly. Thank God for the experience, whatever experience I have, whatever gifts and skill that I've learned, but I'm going to listen to you, Lord. I don't know how to do this perfectly. I know I uh, pastored for a number of years and then we transitioned uh, uh, and, to, and gave our church to, another, to a son in the faith and handed it over at the Lord's direction. And then I came to work for Andrew Womack Ministries. And uh, after a time, I, I began to serve uh, helping with the, the, their extension schools and, and uh, I began to uh, oversee the ministry school. But then they asked me to become the dean of education. And they, they, was, they hadn't had a dean of education prior to that. And so I, they, they thought that I would be good because I taught many courses there and I pastored for a lot of years, I'd be good as a dean of education. But the problem was, guys, I didn't know what a dean did. <laughs> it's like, you know, I, I mean, I, I, I looked up dean of education and, and found out what they, you know, I read the job description and so, saw what other deans did, but I, but I didn't have any experience in that. And so, but I had to, instead of, Instead of making excuses, well, I'm not going to do a good job because I don't, I, I don't have the experience or the skill or the gifts or the training. I just decided to embrace that, even in the in the uh, fact that I didn't know everything about it. And what I did was then I began to listen to the Holy Spirit and I learned and I, I looked and see what the uh, different ones. Uh, in, that have t done that job in different universities have done, and then I, you know, I, I just I learned, but then I listened to the Holy Spirit, and it helped me to be successful there. And and the school grew, and then they then they asked me to become the director of Karis Bible College. And my former uh, my predecessor was a good friend of mine, and he was a great manager, and that just wasn't I didn't have the same skill sets as he did. And so uh, 
I just said, you know, I, I first of all asked those guys, I said, are you sure that you want me to do this? Because, you know, I don't, I can't do what Gary did. I, I can't do it the way he did. And I, I, I'll do the job, but, but I have a different set of uh, gifts. And, and they said, no, we believe you're the one. So, so I just, I said, okay, yes, Lord, I'll, but you, God, you're going to have to show me how to do it. And, and one, one thing he showed me was that whatever you do, I want you to, whatever work you do, I want you to do by the grace of God. In other words, I want you to do it depending on me. But yeah, use what you know and use the knowledge and the skill and the gifts, but I want you to do it depending on me. And this is so important that, you know, 17 times in the New Testament, it says, uh, it puts grace and peace, grace and peace, grace and peace, grace and peace together. 17 times. What does that mean? Grace and peace go together like, like peas and carrots, like, like uh, rice and beans, like Greg and Janice, like if you're married, like you and your spouse. Well, what, 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 you know, what else it means, or, or in addition, what, what it means is that, is that grace and peace go together. Uh, and when you leave peace, you've left grace. And, and so, and that's not a condemnation, it's just a barometer. And it helps me in hearing God to know that when I start getting stressed, when I start, you know, trying to do this job and in, in the work environment, serving, but I'm, I'm losing peace, it's because I'm moving outside of God's grace. I'm depending too much on myself. Or I'm, or I'm acknowledging, Lord, I can't do this job because I don't have the experience or skill or, or, or whatever. And listen, guys, th this is in the workplace is a great place to learn to hear from God. Because I, I've just decided I'm going to do it by grace and I'm not going to leave peace to do the job that's assigned to me. I'm going to do it in God's peace and grace. And if I ever lose peace, if you ever lose peace, it's a great sign. That's one of the ways you can hear from God is that you, you've moved outside of your trust and dependence in the Lord. And, you, and you're not going to do that job well outside of the grace of God. 1 Corinthians 15 verse 10 the Apostle Paul is talking about himself here, and, and he said, But by the grace of God, I am what I am, and his grace toward me was not in vain. But I labored more abundantly than they all, yet not I, but the grace of God which was with me. So what, did he, what is he saying there? He said, Look, everything I do, I do by grace. I depend on the Lord. I listen to him. And so in your workplace or at your school, it's not going to be a perfect environment. There's, there's going to be difficulties. There's going to be challenges. There's going to be sandpaper people. You know what I mean by that? Those difficult people that rub you the wrong way. People that throw others under the bus or to try to promote themselves. Uh, people that, you know, you know, try to schmooze the boss and, and you know the motive behind it and all those things, and, and those are little foxes that try to spoil the vine. And I've just decided, you know, I'm not. I'm going to live my life in God's grace, and I'm going to live my life in God's peace. And and the only way I can do that is by making myself available to listen to the Lord and hear Him. Show me, Father, how to be a blessing to the people here. Show me 
How can I serve? What? And so I'll come a little bit early every day or stay a little bit late and I'll, I'll, I'll try to encourage my, my peers, my, my fellow workers or people that, that work under me. It's more than the job that I'm doing and I want to do that well. And the way I do it well is by depending on the Lord, but then it's realizing these are real people. They have real lives. They go through things. They have challenges. And I, every day when I, when I go into the workplace, I say, you know, Lord, make me a blessing today. I'm available for you to, hear, to, for you to speak to me. And this is a great laboratory for hearing from God. I know a good friend of mine, uh, Debbie Johnson, who years ago was in our church. She and her husband were in our in our church, and she uh, she worked for a company. It was a uh, just a cor- corporation that that was a I think it was a mortgage company, and and her boss was she described her as the wicked witch of the east. I mean, she was she was just terrible. She was. Uh, demeaning, condescending, uh, demanding, uh, never happy with anybody's workload. And, and Debbie came one time uh, to church and she was so frustrated. She said, I'm just agree with me, Pastor, for a different job. I want to go work for a Christian organization. You know, of course, you don't realize that those Christians can be just as bad as people in the world, but uh, to work with, there's, you're not going to, you're not going to find a perfect work environment and you know till you get to heaven so anyway I, I just told her I said you know Debbie I really think and she her husband had already told her this so he was happy that I confirmed it but I said I really think the Lord is this is a ministry opportunity for you you need to listen to the Lord I said is that is that a supervisor of yours is she saved and she said no I, no not at all I said well you know how many people have how many people have left before you? She said, "Well, a lot." And I said, "Well, you know, I think I think you know many times we're praying God get us out of a situation, and Jesus is interceding at the right hand of the Father that He could get Himself through you into the situation." And she said, "Well, I never thought about it like that." And, and her husband said, "Well, I, that's what I told you." Honey, last night. Anyway, so she just decided to do that. She just decided, all right, Lord, I'm going to use this as a ministry opportunity and I'm going to listen to you. I'm going to pray and seek you and follow you and what you want me to do with, you know, how, how can I bless this woman? And so, you know, she started praying. You know, what a novel thought. <laughs> she started seeking the Lord. And and God started leading her. Get her, uh, put, uh, get some flowers and order some flowers and 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 have put them on her desk and get her these uh, every week. Give her a Starbucks card because she likes uh, this certain kind of coffee and and she just and take her out to lunch and just be kind to her. And over, in other words, don't be overcome. Romans twelve twenty one, the Lord spoke to her as she began to seek the Lord. Don't be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. And she started doing that, and then they became friends. And then years ago, when the movie The Passion of the Christ came out, uh, we, we rented out the entire movie theater in our, in our city, and, uh, 
and gave out free tickets for our church members to give to their lost friends and I mean lost friends at work and coworkers and stuff and and then they let us because we rented out the whole movie theater they they let us give altar calls and Debbie invited her lost boss that was formerly just such a difficult person in her life and her she brought her husband and her children and family and they all received the Lord it's powerful why how did that happen because Debbie made the decision in the in the workplace she was going to hear God and she was going to she was going to pray and seek the Lord and that wouldn't have happened had she gone off and worked for for another company listen guys we need we need to uh determine I'm going to be a blessing God didn't just send me to this company to or or even attend this school just to you know get a degree or or this company just to do a job there are people here that I can minister to and the only way you're going to minister to them is really make a difference in their lives and transform them is listen to the Holy Spirit this is a great place to learn to hear from God and Debbie was so thrilled after that happened I said well Debbie it's because yeah you listen to your husband and me but also you listen to the Holy Spirit you can hear God you can hear him clearly and you 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 learn and develop and grow in this in the environment of school or work or you know in in areas that you're operating day day by day if you're if you're an employer if you're a supervisor you need to listen to the Holy Spirit in in giving perks and bonuses and and gifts and days off and raises and promotions and and encouragement to those that work for you. But listen, guys, this is this is how the kingdom of God is established is 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 disciples of Jesus like like you are just hearing God in their workplace, and then Jesus can invade the workplace that many times is uncomfortable, many times it's difficult, many times. Other people are, you know, just they're just a pain. You know, that sandpaper person, you know who I'm talking about. Well, that's your that's a prayer project for you. That's an opportunity for you to change a life. That's an opportunity for Jesus to manifest himself through you and and get and maybe that person uh maybe they're having marriage problems. I I, I don't know. But the, but the thing is, is if, if you'll pray and you'll listen to God and you'll overcome and you'll do things, t- listen to the Holy Spirit, my brother and sister. Listen to me. Stop right now what you're doing. Listen to the Holy Spirit in your workplace. There's somebody there that needs the Lord. There's somebody there whose marriage is about to break up. There's someone there who's despondent and depressed and suicidal. I'm speaking to someone right now today. Jesus is the answer, yes, but you're the answer. You're the one that's going to manifest Jesus in that difficult situation. If somebody comes and and they just rail on you and attack you and you know they're just when that happens to me, I'm just thinking instead of being defensive, I'm thinking, man, Lord, what's something's going on in that person's life. And then I start praying for them. They become a prayer project for me. I start praying. I start seeking the Lord. God, help me to help them. 
And then many times the gifts of the Spirit start operating. I get words of knowledge and words of wisdom and, and maybe uh, gifts of healing. I start, could I pray for you? And, 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 and maybe that person's sick or they're going through stuff. They don't, the, look, people in the world, they don't have answers. They don't have hope. And you and I, you and I do. And God can invade your school. He can invade the environment of your school, of your workplace, if you'll just use that as a laboratory to hear God and make a difference in someone else's life. Me, you know, I'm, I know I'm speaking to someone today who's just like Debbie was. God, get me out of this terrible place. I know I'm speaking to someone. I, I know the Lord's just making me to know right now by, I believe it's a word of knowledge that someone's wanting, you've been praying to get out of that place and, and the Lord's asking you to get in that place. Can He get in that place? If you just listen to Him and follow Him and then do, and then as you listen to Him, He's going to show you tangible things you can do that can have the capacity to change somebody's life, to open their heart so that you can pray for them. Maybe lead them to the Lord Maybe help save a marriage. Maybe help save a life. Man, this is a powerful place to learn to hear from God. Uh, so glad you tuned in again today uh, for Wisdom for Living. Uh, God bless you guys. Have a, have a great day. Discover how to unlock the hidden wisdom of God and make good decisions for your life when you read Greg's brand new book, Walking in Wisdom. In this book, you will learn practical steps to help you reap the benefits of godly wisdom. Get your copy of Greg's new book by going to gregmore.com today. I want to encourage you to go on my website, gregmore.com, and, and pick up either a CD, a DVD, or USB of this series, uh, Hearing God Clearly. Uh, man, the things that we've been sharing re really radically transformed my life and and I know they will yours, and maybe think about uh, getting that for someone else, a friend that you love. Just check it, check it out on gregmore.com. Today's teaching, Hearing God Clearly, is available in a 10-disc CD or DVD album, or on a USB flash drive containing both audio and 4K video. Go to gregmore.com and order your copy today. While visiting gregmore.com, you will find all of Greg's books, CDs, and DVDs. You will also be able to access his blog, free teachings, and connect with him on social media. Visit us today at gregmore.com. If you've been blessed by today's teaching, we would like you to consider partnering with Greg Moore Ministries. Your partnership will help expand this broadcast around the world to give people the opportunity to grow in wisdom, Christ-likeness and grace. Go to gregmore.com and become a partner today. Remember, you can order resources or partner with our ministry at gregmore.com or by writing to us at P.O. Box 7702, Woodland Park, Colorado, 80863. We look forward to hearing from you today. Join us again tomorrow for more Wisdom for Living. If you're seeking the Lord and not seeking your own plans and your own will 
and your own desire, if you become a living sacrifice and you're saying, Lord, I'll go anywhere, I'll do anything, then you know, you're in a position to hear from God. And if you're, if you're sensing He's telling you a certain thing, spend time in the Word of God. Meditate on the Word of God until you see yourself in the pages of the Bible. And then, and then let the Bible uh, just define the boundaries of your heart. That's tomorrow on Wisdom for Living.